Welcome to The Daily Well, a podcast about intentional living, finding balance, improving your well-being, and everything in between. I'm your host, Megan Schnarr, a mindset coach, entrepreneur, and wellness lover. In this podcast, we focus on romanticizing the little moments, all things holistic wellness, daily routines, and creating sustainable and healthy habits to improve your life. Join me with a cup of warm lemon water, a journal, and your coziest sweater. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Daily Well podcast. In today's episode, we're going to get a bit deep. I'm going to get a bit vulnerable. This is probably like the most I've ever shared on any type of platform, especially since it's like long form. So I'm going to get into the nitty gritty of everything. Um, But I'm going to be kind of like shedding some light on my past, how I've dealt with feeling shameful and guilty towards that past and how I'm just trying to embody this new version of myself, but I'm feeling very stuck. So I'm going to get into the details. I'm not going to do like a life update or focus this week because this is actually that some something that's kind of going on in my life right now and that I'm focused on and that I'm reflecting on. So it's kind of like a life, you know, milestone or update for myself. So yeah, I shared on Instagram. If you guys follow me on there, you would have seen I shared a couple of stories just like what I've been going through lately in terms of dealing with like a past version of myself and trying to really step into my future self and how that journey has unfolded. But if you don't follow me on Instagram, if this is like a random podcast you're stumbling on, I want to kind of give some context. So I see a coach bi-weekly. I have for a very long time. I promote seeing a coach to or like some form of therapy to everyone I just think it's so valuable to have someone in your corner holding space for you to allow you to process and deal and like move through the motions of life and hold that space for you and support you through that journey so whatever that looks like for you for me it's a coach for you it might be a form of therapy or counseling but I just believe that everyone should invest if they have the means to do so and especially someone who's not biased you someone who doesn't know you so all that's to say is I see a coach bi-weekly. I've seen her for a very long time. I love her. I'm so grateful for her. And one thing that I'm really focused on with her right now is I'm really, really trying to step into this new future, better version of Megan. I'm really, really trying to embody my future self, a self that I'm like very proud of and very um excited about and the more that we talk the more I kind of get more specific on who that person is and without you know going too too deep with that because I feel like that in itself could be a whole podcast episode but really when I think about my future self and I envision her she is at this place in her life where she just feels so confident and authentic in her skin you know it's like I am someone who wakes up in the morning I'm very 
passionate about my like boundaries and my routines and my rituals and I do things that make me feel good because I want to do them and I've kind of let go of those like people pleasing or limiting beliefs that I once had and I still have and I'm someone who kind of flows through their day in a way that feels very good. I'm doing work that I'm very passionate about. I have a family that I'm very proud of and that I'm excited to be a part of. I have a community of women in my corner that I work with or that get value from the content that I'm sharing. I want to be someone who just shows up and when I share it just feels very authentic and it feels very exciting and it feels very like meaningful and it's hard because a lot of these things will come with time as I grow and as I evolve and as I kind of refine the message that I'm trying to share and I was saying to my coach that there's certain people that I follow on social media and I want to preface this by saying like I know Instagram is just a highlight reel. I have no idea what goes on behind the scenes in these people's lives. I don't know them in real life. But what I was trying to explain is there's a few people that I follow online that I've followed for years. And to me, they are expanders to me. They are mentors. They inspire me. So I'm not seeing them as like this negative um you know, account that kind of triggers me. Like they truly do inspire me when they post on their stories or when they post in their feed. I get excited about watching their content. I I feel very like aligned to their message. And one thing that I'll say about them is I feel like they are normal people and they just hop on stories or they share posts and it just feels like it wasn't planned or it wasn't curated it's just them it's like they walk the talk and they walk their talk and it might be hard to understand what I'm saying right now in this podcast and just like listening but I just feel like and this is my own feeling and I don't know if it's true or not but it's like when I follow these accounts they just inspire me to be like a better version of myself and I just enjoy consuming their content because I'm like this is a person that I really enjoy the lifestyle that they're living and again I have no idea what happens behind the screen or in their actual life so I'm just talking about like visually what I can see and what feeling and what value that actually provides me and so I was trying to explain this to my coach is that that's what I want to be for other people and to be that I have to be someone who just wakes up and truly embodies these like habits, behaviors, routines, rituals, these things that make me feel good and I want to come on and just share it because it feels good to me or because I'm passionate about it and it just like kind of rolls off my tongue and like this is the life that I'm living versus feeling like everything needs a strategy or a point or like this way of doing something and I was talking to her and she was kind of confused like she's looking at me like I have three heads or something and she was saying like Megan I see you as that person like we've never met in real life and when I see your content when I see you show up that's how I see you I see you as someone who embodies all these wellness practices I see you as someone who shares like their journey I see you as someone who just comes on to stories and seems so natural at like speaking about what's going on And now I'm looking at her like she has three heads and I'm confused because I'm like, no, 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 like I'm not there yet. Like that's not who I am. And 
it was a moment where I had this realization that other people see me like that because I've had other people comment that I don't really know or maybe they've met me one time and they've made comments on what my content does for them or how they see me. And it's almost like I do have proof that other people are sharing that feeling towards me, including my coach in this moment, but I don't actually see myself as that person. I don't have that belief in myself. I don't have that confidence in myself and I don't believe that I am that person yet even though the things that I'm doing is a reflection of me and therefore that's how people are seeing me. And so I always think that I'm not doing enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not there yet, I'm not worthy, I still have, you know, the skeletons in my closet, I'm still trying to like overcome XYZ. And it's interesting because I do always talk about the fact that, you know, our life is going to be a journey. Like we are always going to go through new things. We're always going to run into new obstacles, like new level, new devil. Like we're always going to have challenges that we're going to overcome. Like the work never stops. But yet I have this expectation of myself that at some point I'm going to be there. I'm going to I'm going to have it all. Everything's going to be great. I'm never going to have to deal with anything again. And it's interesting that I have like this distorted view on myself versus someone else. And so even though I'm doing all of the things in my life that I want to embody. So when I think of my future self and all the habits that she does, I've talked about this so many times, is when you're trying to visualize your future self, who she is, how she wakes up, how do you want to feel, what kind of habits, routines, rituals does that person have? How do they think? How do they talk? How are they going through their day? How are they waking up? All of that needs to be so specific. And I've done a lot of work around who my future self is. And so I'm doing all all of the things. I'm checking off all the boxes. I mean, of course, there's some days where I have a bad day and it's just not happening and I'm not doing my morning routine. But for the most part, I'm doing all of the things that I talk about when I want to visualize my future self. I'm doing the slow morning routine that helps me feel grounded. I have really good boundaries with my time and the people in my life. Like I'm very focused on my wellness and like what I'm eating. I'm not consuming alcohol. I'm getting good sleep. I'm moving my body. I have really good like deep meaningful relationships and um, I have good conversations and stimulating conversations with people like I am doing all of the things that my future self would do if that makes sense but when I had this conversation with my coach I'm realizing that my struggle actually comes from within it's the being the feeling that I am that person now and even though that I'm doing all the things on the external side of my life I'm not actually like believing that that is who I am internally. I'm not associating these actions with like, I've become this person. Like I am my future self. There may be things in my life that I don't have that my future self has, like the beautiful house or, you know, the family that I want or there's things that are always going to be, you know, that I still want to achieve. But in the for the most part, I really like embodied that version. And so... I started reflecting on it with her and just thinking about like, why is this happening? Like, why am I not kind of seeing the connection? And 
One thing that came up, and it was strange that it did because it's not a time that I ever talk about. It's not a time that I ever focus on. You know, when we do a lot of inner child work, I really go back to that like young, young age and that's really the work that we do. But it came up and I was talking about this high school version of myself, so grade 10 Megan to early college days Megan and so to give you context I grew up and I went to a very small French school in Cambridge and I was like very naive to the world like we were such a small school we weren't exposed to much and you know we got bussed in so there was you know kids from all around the surrounding cities and it was just like a small school like nothing much was happening and when I got to high school, um, the the high school that I had gone to was grade 7 to grade 12. I spent three years there and I wanted to do English high school. I wanted to quote unquote feel normal and go to a normal high school and go to an English high school. And in my area, um, that was Grand River. So that was the school that I had to go to. And I switched schools in grade 10 to a large public high school and I was exposed and almost like overstimulated with how different people were. Like it was honestly shocking. Like when I think back of like the sheltered little small high school, like French high school that I went to, to this like huge public school in the in the region. And I think it was just like overstimulating and it was just a a shock to who I was and I didn't really have an identity at that school. Like I didn't know who I was and so I kind of fell into these bad behaviors, bad relationships with people and it was hard and so one of those things was I became friends with girls who bullied me who took advantage of me and I really really wanted their attention I wanted them to like me and I think they did like me at one point um I'm not saying like they hated me but I was really like treated poorly in that group of girls and it took me a lot of years to actually like realize that I was being bullied because in the moment you don't actually think that way you just think like I'm gonna listen to this person because like I want them to like me I want them to think I'm cool or like this is the way that I should be treated and because of that it really put down my self-worth and how I felt about myself and it was really hard because I wanted to be a part of this like cool girl group and I wanted them to like me so I just did essentially whatever they did or whatever they asked me to and slowly but surely that just like picked away at my confidence and my self-worth and how I felt about myself and it also led me into bad relationships with guys and when I was I was like a late bloomer like I I didn't really date much but any kind of guy that would give me attention whether I liked them or not whether they were like my, you know, type of guy or whatever, I was just like, I just felt like I had to give them back attention and, um, you know, be affectionate with that person or like I had to go on a date with that person because they showed me attention instead of just like sticking up for myself and deciding like who I like and who I don't like. And it once again, like became this toxic 
kind of cycle that made me feel less and less because all of these guys that would have were giving me attention were just not my type of guy deep down and so therefore I'm doing things and I'm you know seeking out guys who aren't a good fit with me and hopefully that makes sense but I'm just like giving myself to whoever would give me attention so once again that is like chipping away at my confidence chipping away at how I feel about myself and I'm kind of like putting my standards so low I'm prioritizing myself at the bottom of the you know um barrel and just like not allowing myself to put 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 up with like what I want and what I want to receive and I'm I'm not being like vocal about you know who I want in my life and so that that was an ongoing thing until I found myself in a really toxic long-term relationship and I think I don't want to say a lot of women because that just sounds sad but I know a lot of people have been through that where they get into this relationship they think they're the one and it completely changes them and at this point when I got into this relationship I feel like I was so lost without necessarily realizing it in the moment that I was just craving stability I was craving you know, a a long-term relationship. I was craving someone to love me. And I got myself into a, I don't even know, six-year on and off situation that was extremely toxic. It was extremely manipulative. It was extremely abusive um, emotionally. And it was hard. And that person unfortunately like made me feel like I was nothing like I was worthless like I couldn't do any better and over the years of being with that person I slowly but surely lost a lot of friends and even good ones because I never made time for them I never felt like I was allowed to spend time with them I changed the way that I dressed and the way that I showed up and If you know me in real life, I'm a very like, I would say like different person in terms of like my style. Like I like to be, I don't know, like a bit boyish or a bit, um, I don't know. I don't even know the word. I just have a different style. Like I'm not necessarily a girly girl is what I'm trying to say. Um, And I, I felt like I had to be that person. And I, so I changed the way that I looked. I changed the way that I spent my time. And my life really revolved around pleasing that person and making that person happy. And I developed this behavior of like, when I do these things for this person, when I do as they say, they're happy with me. And that is how I will receive love. And that is how I will receive attention. And so if I just do all these good things, then everything will be okay and this person will like me. And that mindset, once again, makes me like lower my self-esteem, lower my self-worth, lower my confidence until I feel like nothing. And it's only then that external things, whether that's people or jobs or whatever in my life, it's only that then when those external things make me feel good that I will feel good about myself. And so this like college, or sorry, high school Megan to early college was such a like low point in my life even though when I was experiencing it I didn't necessarily like know it was a low but when I look back at that person because again like if you knew me then and you know me now I'm completely different if you 
only met me now, what I'm telling you probably doesn't even make sense to you because I'm so different now and I'll get into like the nitty gritty of who I am now. But I just made so many poor decisions in that short span of my life, like let's just call it four to five years. I I made so many bad decisions that have kind of stuck with me today and that's like, you know, getting myself into toxic friendships and, you know, hanging around people that made me feel less than and bullied me. It got me into a really manipulative and abusive relationship that was ongoing for so long, longer than it should have ever gone on. It, you know, was a time where I fought with my parents and that honestly never happened and doesn't happen now. Like my mom right now, I would say is one of my best friends. And it was a time where I really rebelled and went against their advice or like things that they would share with me. And I I fought with my parents a lot. I got really bad grades in school And again, if you know me, I'm a very high achieving person. Like that's not my thing. And I would get these bad grades because I'd be like, that's cool. Like that's what this group of people that I'm hanging around with do. Like they don't care about school. Like they skip school. Like that's what we should be doing. Um, Yeah, like I would skip school. I would – I didn't like care for things. I – would go to like parties or hang around people that I just had no business being around or I didn't actually like value their time. Um, I just had like such low self-worth that I didn't like care about anything. And I made so many poor decisions and like bad choices and I had bad habits. I was not very good with like my eating habits. Like I just felt gross all the time. I drank a lot of alcohol. I partied a lot. I stayed out late. I spent a lot of money. Like I had really bad like financial habits. Um, It was just like such a negative time for me. And I wouldn't say, I know there's like more stories that are maybe more extreme or maybe my story doesn't even sound that bad, but for who I really am at my core, it's a complete like change in who I am. Like it's just not me. And that that era of my life, now I look back and I and feel so guilty and I have so much shame around that person because it's just not who I was. And so when I finally had my moment – just like everyone does, like the rock bottom, I literally had an an epiphany. And it basically started when me and um, the, the person I was dating finally called it quits. And it was such a, like the way it ended was such an aha moment that I was hysterical. Like I was literally laughing. Like when I say it was an epiphany, it literally was an epiphany. Like I had this moment, it like consumed me and I knew like this was my rock bottom. I need to make a change and I need to crawl myself out of this like deep dark hole that I'm in and I can never ever look back. And from that moment, and I've talked about it before on this podcast and on Instagram, but from that moment, I have made so many changes in my life. Like I have completely done a 180. I am not that person anymore. Everything that I just shared with you is the the polar opposite of who I am now. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But I crawled myself out of that dark abyss of a hole and I became this new person. And it's taken a long time. Like it's taken 
you know, six, seven, eight years to to get to where I am today. It was not like an overnight thing. But when I think about her, that version of me, that Megan of those years, it makes me cringe. Like it makes me wince. And I have tried so hard to just hide her. Like I've I've deleted my past. Like that era of my life, like you will not find a picture unless someone else has a picture posted on their own social media. Like it does not exist. Like I've deleted all my pictures from that like era of my life. I've like blocked it out. I don't talk to any of the people in that um, timeline. Like I have just like, I'm done. Like I, I moved on from her. And it's it's hard because... I do feel very shameful and I have a lot of guilt around that person because I hate that I acted that way and I hate that I behaved that way and I wish I would have just like been myself and who I am and I would I wish I would have like had the strength and the confidence and the voice to just show up as who I wanted to versus like feeling like I needed the approval and the acceptance acceptance of everyone around me and so for so long and so many years I've really just like blocked out that person like I have put her in the past I've locked the door and I don't ever think about her or I don't ever like talk about her and who I am now is so 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 different like I have the most incredible friendships in my life I the people like I would take a bullet for the women in my life right now. I love them. They empower me. They hold space for me. They don't judge me. Like they allow me to be who I am. I have Daniel who truly like lets me live my life and be who I am. And he is like my hype man. And he's just like so empowering to me. And he loves me for who I am. And he's just so gentle with me. And he's he's amazing and I have such a good relationship with my parents you know like I said like my mom is my best friend I have such good habits around wellness like I you know for the most part I'll still have pizza and ice cream but I have really good habits with food in the sense that I love to consume foods that fuel me I don't drink alcohol anymore I have really good sleep habits. I'm not spending my time doing things I don't want to do. I have really good boundaries in place. Like I have a lot of good things in my life that I'm very proud of. I have a really good work-life balance. I'm doing things that fulfill me, that bring me joy. So I really like come a long way from like past Megan to current Megan. And I've just felt so much shame and guilt around that person that I really tried to block her out like thinking of her is an ick for me like it's just not a vibe so as I'm talking to my coach about her and I'm explaining like who this version of me was because she didn't know me in that time I I explained this to her and you know we kind of ran out of time on the call and and this is now some work that we're going to be doing we're going to be doing some identity work together and I think identity work like if you know anything about it it's so powerful because it's really kind of like embracing and like understanding who you are and where you've come from and kind of taking all those pieces of you all those identities of you and kind of merging them together and that's who you are today and so I'm excited to dive deeper into that but since that call which it was two weeks ago so tomorrow or like today when this episode is out it was two weeks ago I have had I'm going to put quotes because it wasn't a full-blown nightmare but I have had bad dreams every single night because I've documented them 
since our conversation. And I'm not going to call them nightmares because I'm not like waking up screaming, but they're not good dreams. And in the dreams, every single person from that era of my life, from high school Megan to college Megan, that I no longer talk to is coming up. Night after night, it's a different person and it's almost like I'm checking off all the people that like I associated with during that time that I don't anymore. And in the dream, I'm essentially trying to get away from them. I'm like running away or I'm trying to shut a door or they're trying to talk to me and I'm not listening and I'm just like trying to get away from them. But it's literally every single person, all those friends, those past relationships, like they're popping up. And it's frustrating because I've tried for so long to just like forget about that past and here I am having dreams now for the past two weeks and I'm waking up every morning remembering the dream, which also is weird for me because I don't remember my dreams. So I'm struggling with this. I'm having these dreams. So because of this, I have done so much reflection on the last two weeks and like what this actually means because it's honestly driving me nuts. Like I'm, I hate it. I hate, you know, waking up to these memories essentially. And I've, through this reflection, I've realized that I've, it's a part of me that I've suppressed for so long and I've just tried to move on from because I'm not her. So what I've done is I've overcompensated in other areas of my life to be nothing like her. And although that overcompensating has led me in a really good direction, like I'm very happy with the life that I have now, I've tried to do so much to like put her in the past and like act as if she doesn't exist when in fact she does exist. Like she is a big part of me. And all these dreams have brought brought up so many like memories from that time and and things that I wanted to to forget and it's it's hard because when I really reflect so many of those things and so many of those memories so many so many of those situations those peoples have brought me to where I am today so for example like being in that really really toxic relationship and the you know emotional abuse and the manipulative behavior I when that ended I had my epiphany and I told myself for a good chunk of time that I was just going to like find myself and like figure out who I was and like not hang out with guys and I was just gonna date myself essentially and that led me to Daniel eventually like down the line and it gave me this like empowerment of what I didn't want in a person it, it gave me this like hyper focused um view on what I wanted in someone how I wanted them to show up for me how I wanted them to make me feel and nothing other than that was good enough and If I didn't have that past experience, who knows where I would be, right? So it's given me so much. And same with those friendships that I had or thought I had. Even though it was traumatic being friends with them and and how they made me feel, I now have such incredible friendships because I only really have space for people that I truly value and that you know, empower me and make me feel good. And all of the situations that I went through have led me to where I am today. Having like bad grades and not caring about school and essentially like having to crawl myself out of that has really 
driven my work ethic today and like brought me back to who I truly am as this like high achieving person who does well and like enjoys performing well. And so all of those things, even though they're essentially negatives in my life, have brought me to where I am today. And so I think it's important to take time to acknowledge like that version of myself and stop kind of hiding her and suppressing her. You know, if I could have this time where I could talk to her, I would show her like and tell her it's okay. Like I would tell her what she needed to hear then. I would love that part of myself. I would tell her that I love her. I would tell her like she did the best that she could in the situation that she was in. I would tell her that like everything she went through made me into the version that I am today and that's a really really beautiful thing and I'm proud of who I am today and I love who I am today and I'm excited about the version that I am and and who I'm going to continue to be and who I'm going to continue to grow into like without her I wouldn't be this version of myself so it has been such a weird two weeks and such a shift in my mindset because like I said like for so long I didn't even think of this version let alone have to deal with it and so the fact that all these memories have been coming up every single day it's kind of forced me to reflect on that version of myself and like how I want to move forward and it almost feels like it's been such a weight lifted off my shoulders because When I think about it, it's like I'm trying to step into this new version of myself. I'm trying to embody my future self and who I really want to be. And how I was doing that was I was doing the things. I was doing all the things that I should be doing. But I was trying to essentially hide a version of me and act as if that version of me didn't exist. I was trying to act as if who I am today is who I've always been. And that isn't authentic. That isn't the truth. And until you kind of like accept the versions of you, the good, the bad, the ugly, you're never actually really going to be this authentic version of yourself because you're not actually like acknowledging all the parts of you, all the identities for you. I feel now that I can actually show up as me because I'm sharing that version with the world instead of hiding her. And I'm sharing it because I feel like it's okay now. Like she was a big part of my life and she's always going to be a big part of my life because she morphed me and she empowered me to be the version that I am today. I am who I am because of her and that allows me to show up as this authentic version because I feel like now instead of like hiding her or suppressing her or acting as if she didn't exist, I'm, you know, taking her and, you know, meshing her with who I am today and keeping her as part of my identity because it's okay, you know, like she was who she was, she did what she did to like survive in the environment that she was in. But I've learned from that. I've taken lessons from that and I've taken action towards being a different person today and a better person and a person that I'm proud of. And I think just having the like acknowledgement and the the sense of, you know, peace with knowing that that's okay, that she can be a part of my life has al- almost been like a huge like breath of fresh air like a weight lifted off my shoulders like I just feel so like 
it's like an aha moment and it's just like I know it's taken me so long to realize this and I wish I would have kind of dove deeper into identity work before but here I am you know every new level has a new devil it has a new challenge that we're going through and that's kind of where I'm at right now and so I wanted to share this story with you guys because I shared a very small portion of it on Instagram and I got a lot of feedback of people who felt the exact same way who told me that they think about a version of themselves that they literally cringe at and they want to hide because they're embarrassed about them and they're not proud of them and they feel guilty about them. And that's exactly how I felt. And I wanted to just do this podcast because I want to empower people to not have that feeling of shame or guilt towards that person. And if you can, it's like write her a letter or close your eyes and talk to that version of yourself. Who is she? And what does she need to hear from you? And what would you tell her if you could go back to those moments? And, you know, how can you comfort her? How can you love her? How can you show her that it's okay? And you are who you are because of her, because of what she went through and because of what she experienced. You are stronger today. You are more successful today. You are more confident today. You are making better decisions today. Like what has she led you towards? And so, yeah, I wanted to share this podcast because I am on a mission to share my journey, share my story and make others feel just like a little bit better, maybe a little bit more accepted, maybe a little bit more seen, maybe a little bit more heard. Um, And that's all I can ask for. But yeah, different kind of podcast today. I feel very good and excited about this journey. I'm actually having a call with my coach tomorrow, which is going to be the day this podcast comes out. And we're going to be diving so much deeper into identity work. So I hope I can give you guys some more updates and hopefully I stop having bad dreams because I get it. I've learned the lesson. (laughs) I'm embracing her and I'm sharing her. And I think it is important to show the growth and show the journey. But yeah, I wanted to thank you guys for listening. I know this episode was a bit longer. It was a bit different. Um, I appreciate you all being here. And if you liked the episode, if you want to hear more, I would love for you to leave me a review, rate, every single one counts, and I will chat with you guys in the next episode.